Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. Recently, I was able to check something off my bucket list. My sister gave me a surprise as a kind of retirement gift. She gave me tickets to the Daytona 500. Now, I have to explain something. My attempts to see the Daytona 500 or a race at Daytona have been thwarted throughout the years. The first time I went to Daytona was in 2012, and if you're a history buff, you will know that was the first time the race was ever rained out. And when we woke up the next day, we said, well, we'll go to the track and and see if we can see the race, but it looked terrible, and we said, I don't know if they're going to run today. I think they're going to have to lay it another day, and... We were set to be home by Tuesday, so we went home. And, of course, that was the infamous race. They ran Monday night, and, of course, a car ran into the jet dryer, lighting the track on fire, and it delayed the end of the race till about 1 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) True story. So the last time I was supposed to go to Daytona was last August. We got uh, Sandy got me a package for Father's Day, and we were going to go see the Coke Zero 400. But unfortunately, my mother-in-law took a fall about 10 days before we were supposed to go, and that put the kibosh on that trip. So I was keeping my fingers crossed that we would be able to see the race, and yes, we did get to see the race. It was a wonderful time, and I got to thank my sister for those tickets. And actually, it was the first time I had visited Orlando in a number of years. Now, I was there in 2012, but Back when Stephanie was young, she and her mom and I would go to Disney just about every other year. We were there so many times, and we kind of knew our way around Orlando. But the last time we went there was in 2004, and I had only been once in 2012. Now, I drove through Orlando uh, a couple of years ago when I went down to my sister's condo for the first time, And the traffic was just horrific with all the road construction. So anytime I would get out of my sister's condo, which is located in uh, Lakewood Ranch, which is outside of Bradenton, I would always avoid going through Orlando and go around and down through Tampa that way. A little little faster. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyhow, so we went down and we stayed for a couple of days in Orlando. And the thing that I really realized is, how much Orlando has changed. I mean, let's face it, they are building and it's just amazing to see the amount of building that's gone on in the years uh, since the last time I was there. And my fiance said the same thing. Now she and her late husband owned a timeshare and they would go down to this timeshare. The timeshare was in the middle of nowhere. Well, that's not the case anymore because where they are is surrounded by lots of building. They're building hotels, they're building condominiums, timeshares, restaurants. Yes, White Castle is there. But the other thing that was kind of funny about this trip is we had a couple of things we wanted to do, and one of them was to go to Disney Springs. We were hoping to go to a Disney park, but you need a reservation, so we we didn't have that. We went to Disney Springs, and I know things change over the years, but I am so disappointed at Disney Springs. I mean, I used to love going there because it was all things Disney. And it was it was for the kids. And the restaurants they had there were wonderful. But they've turned it into an upscale shopping mall. And the experience just did not do... It was not great. Although they still had the world of Disney. They had the Christmas shop. They had the goofy cookie factory and the pin trader, um, uh, out pin trading post. I mean, they still had some of the stuff that, that I remembered, but 
it was not the experience that I had hoped for. However, I did experience Chicago food. There is a new restaurant there called Portillo's, which is based on a hot dog uh, uh, franchise that's in Chicago. And I ate there and, and really enjoyed it. And then there was Giordano's deep dish pizza. Oh, yeah. I got a couple of my friends who were very jealous of the fact that I was able to eat these Windy City favorites in Orlando. And that's the one thing about Orlando. I mean, you have a lot of restaurants that are looking to put, you know, shops there and franchises there because of the amount of people who come there. And again, the amount of tourism. And trust me, they've got plenty of room to build. Oh, also, of course, I went to Wawa two or three times, but that goes without saying is every time I'm in Florida, I got to go to Wawa. You have to have the Wawa. But the one thing I will say about Orlando is it is not... It's not for the faint of heart if you like if you're driving because I four is always backed up. Didn't matter what day we went on it, we always hit traffic there. And again, a lot of people are starting to get back out after the pandemic of the last couple of years. So as a result, you maybe have more people than normal there because they're all trying to get out and enjoy. Um, their, their timeshares or whatever. And for Sandy, it was the first time she had used her timeshare in many, many years. And while we enjoyed ourselves and we look forward to going back there in June for the U.S. Um, Special Olympics U.S. Games, which are in Orlando, my sister is the coach of the tennis team from New Jersey. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a special thing for me to see my sister marching in the opening ceremonies, you know. Didn't get to see it in 18 because I had just moved here and they were in Seattle. So traveling there would have been tough. And while she was involved in the 14 U.S. games, which took place in New Jersey, I didn't even think about going to the opening ceremonies and stuff like that. But I'd been involved with the Special Olympics for a number of years. And this will be a special trip in June. And I'm looking forward to it. I'll talk more about changes in life coming up on Trips Take. Welcome back to Trips Take. I'm Trip Rogers. Talking about changes, and I talked about how Orlando had changed so much. And again, change happens over time. Sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's for the worse. One of the things about Las Vegas is if you don't go there for a few years, you will notice how much things change. I had gone to Vegas a couple of times in the 90s, then had a five or six year absence where I didn't go there. And you could tell the difference because the town reinvents itself. First, you had the Aladdin, then you had the new Aladdin. Now you have the new, new Aladdin. I mean, the town reinvents itself every couple of years. And, and that's what Vegas is known for. And there are other towns that reinvent themselves, but sometimes change is not good. There is a little bit of a controversy, I wouldn't say controversy, but a discussion right now in my adopted hometown of Savannah. The Savannah Civic Center was born was was built in the 1970s. It consists of the Martin Luther J Martin Luther King Jr. Arena and the Johnny Mercer Theater. 
Now, for those of you who don't know, Johnny Mercer is a favorite son of Savannah. He grew up here. He wrote the song Moon River about an actual river here in Savannah and was also one of the founders of Capitol Records. In fact, there's a statue for Johnny Mercer in downtown that my daughter insisted she see on her first visit down here. So the Johnny Mercer Theater represents one of uh, the links to the past of Savannah. And I've seen a couple of events at the Johnny Mercer Theater, and it's a wonderful theater, but again, it is in disrepair. Uh, the whole Civic Center itself, really, uh, the town has got to do something about it. And the reason why I talk about change is they just built the End Market Arena, which is a 9,500-seat arena, which is attracting some big concerts. Opened with the Eagles in February, and coming soon will be Bon Jovi and also Jimmy Buffett. And a lot of people are hailing this as a premier concert stop. There's also another concert venue in downtown Savannah. So now what do you do with the old Civic Center? Well, there are some people who call for the destruction of half the Civic Center, the arena, because there's really no need for it. But the Johnny Mercer Theater should be preserved. And I agree with that because the Johnny Mercer Theater is one of those 3,500, 4,000-seat places that you can attract a number of concerts and a number of concert attractions that won't necessarily fill the end market arena. One of those concert attractions was going to be the Monkees on their farewell tour with Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolans. Unfortunately, that show got canceled. It had been rescheduled for April, but Mike Nesmith's death made the point moot in December, and the show had been canceled. I was looking forward to seeing it, but I've seen the Monkees a couple of times, and I saw them on their reunion tour in 2013 when Mike played with them for the first time after Davy Jones's untimely death. Mickey is going out on tour, and they weren't going to uh, change that show into a Mickey Dolan's Does the Monkeys show because they had billed it and sold it as a Monkeys reunion. But... I digress for a little bit. That smaller venue is perfect for a number of groups. America is playing there later on this year. And a lot of people will play the smaller arenas. There is a precedent because the town of Charleston built a new arena and they attracted some big concerts. Charleston, South Carolina, by the way, which is only about uh, two hours away from here. And yet they kept a small venue in town. They perverted, in fact, they uh, renovated it and they're able to attract a lot of different shows. And that helps. And that's something it was in the uh, Savannah Morning News on Sunday, the 27th, that talked about this, uh, this issue in front of the city council. I really hope they decide to renovate the Johnny Mercer Theater because, again, I think it's, it's wonderful. It's a throwback. And you don't need to go to a big venue and, and put all your eggs in the big venue basket because not everybody is going to want to come to Savannah and not everybody can fill a 9,500-seat arena. And there's nothing worse than a concert at an arena that's only filled with about 5,000 people. The acoustics are just awful at that point. That's Trips Take for March the 4th. Can you believe it? We're in March already. Love to hear your comments and questions about the podcast. Just email tripstake at gmail.com. If you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, why don't you listen to my internet station, WTRSradio.com online. Join me again next week for another edition of Trips Take. For now, Trip Rogers. Thanks for listening. Make it a great one.